0: This sermon is titled, The Power of the Tongue, Be Enriched as You Listen.
1: So in the world God created, where he put us humans, God set things in place which we could refer to as laws or principles. So when we look at the natural world, the physical world, there are laws or governing principles that are in place. And we are aware of some of these. We learn some of these in school. You learn about the law of gravity or the laws of motion. In chemistry, you learn about the laws of thermodynamics and all kinds of different laws, depending on which sphere you're interested in, or governing principles. Basically, these laws don't change. They're set there. And so, what we do is we learn to leverage these laws. We use them for our good, and sometimes we could use them for bad, for destruction. Now, God created us as spiritual beings. We're really spirit, soul, and body. So, we have the capacity not only to operate in the natural world, but also in the spiritual world. And what we must learn and understand is there are laws or governing principles in the spiritual realm as well. And so we must understand those laws and use them, apply them for our benefit. And if we don't use them right, they could prove to be for our detriment. And one of such laws, the governing principles that we find throughout the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, is the power of our words. And that's what we're going to focus on the next few days, next few Sundays. The power of our words. It's something God has set in place. And He's revealed that to us in the Scriptures. And you can read it from Genesis to Revelation. And what we want to do is read some of these scriptures. Obviously, we'll not be able to cover everything. But we want to understand the power of our words. How the words we speak affect our own world, our own lives, and the lives of those who are affected by those words or influenced by those words. So let's begin with Proverbs. They go to the book of Proverbs and read some of these scriptures, some of these words that were spoken or given to us by Solomon. Solomon was one of the wisest men. God had blessed him with wisdom. And remember what we are reading was actually written about 2,500 years ago. So this wasn't some new discovery. This was written 2,500 years ago. I mean, look at these scriptures. We're looking at a few of them from Proverbs. Proverbs 12, verse 18. There is one who speaks like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise promotes health. So Solomon is saying words can pierce. They can hurt somebody. It's like as you're piercing them with a sword can be very painful, hurtful. Or if words are spoken with wisdom, the words of the wise can promote health, healing. Just words. The words we speak can bless others, can promote their well-being, can bring healing. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 4. Proverbs 15, verse 4. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. I like to read it from the Passion Translation. It puts it like this. When you speak healing words, you offer others fruit from the tree of life. But unhealthy negative words do nothing but crush their hopes. The tree of life, you read about it in the book of Genesis in the Garden of Eden. You also read about it in Revelation 22 verse 2. And the new heavens and the new earth. And the tree of life, Revelation 22 verse 2 says, is for the healing of the people. And what Proverbs is saying is when you speak the right words, wholesome words, it's like you're giving them fruit from the tree of life. You're blessing them with healing, the right words, words that are wholesome. But if we speak perverse words, unhealthy words, we can crush their spirit. Think about that. So maybe somebody has just that little hope left inside them, maybe life hasn't been very smooth. Very difficult. They come to you and then you say words that just crush that little fire that's left. Gone. So what did I do? Well, you spoke words. And those words crushed them. But in that moment, if you had spoken wholesome words, you could have offered them fruit from the tree of life. And built them up made them stronger so that they can go forward in life no matter what has happened in the past they'll be strengthened for the journey up ahead words have the power to do this FEMA verses not done yet Proverbs 18 21 this is a scripture that, that is well known, but it's quoted very often Proverbs 18, 21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. The power of the tongue. That's from where we get our sermon title today. The power of the tongue. God through King Solomon reveals to us. Death and life are in the words you speak. You know, nowadays we have books written about affirmation, all they become New York Times bestseller. Hey, King Solomon said this two thousand five hundred years ago. He said, "Death and life are in the power of your words." Now, you know, seriously, we, we don't think our words are so, so impactful. Our know, words are cheap. Just let loose. But God is saying, I want you to know something. I've set a governing principle in place. And it's this. That life and death are in the power of your words. That means your words are either bringing life into your life, or they're bringing death into your life. So I didn't think of it like this. Well, let's think now. After the first service, one person came and said, I wish I heard this 20 years ago. So young people, pay attention. So why is it that sometimes we, I'm talking about us Christians, believers, we say things like, I wish I was dead. I wish I can die right now. What's the use of living? My life has no meaning. I'm talking about us people. We speak like this. What's the use of living? What are you, What are you doing? Those words that you're speaking are bringing death to you, because life and death are in the power of your words, God said. And those who love it, and those who love to talk, many of us do. He said, you will live with the consequences of those abundance of words that you put out. You'll live with the consequences of your words. So, and we're going to learn this today. What I want to challenge us is that even in the worst of situations, Speak life. At least say what God has said about you. Even if you don't have a good opinion about yourself, even if you don't feel like saying anything good about yourself, at least say what God said about you. God said, I will never leave you, nor forsake you. God said, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to give you hope, to give you your future. So you say that. Even in the worst of your life situations, say what God has said. God is the strength of my life. God is my light and my salvation. Whom will I fear? What shall I fear? God said that he will never leave me, never forsake me. God said it. Say that. Because your words are either going to bring life into your life, blessing, wholeness into your life, or they're going to bring death into your life. Next one. Proverbs 21. Verse 23. Whoever guards his mouth and tongue Keeps his soul from troubles. The Passion Translation puts it like this. Watch your words and be careful what you say. And you'll be surprised how few troubles you will have. In other words, your words, they invite trouble. They invite problems. They invite the enemy. Are your words can invite life and blessing, the goodness of God and the work of God into our lives. Your words. They can bring you trouble or they can bring you blessing. They can bring you goodness or they can bring destruction. What are you saying? Last one from Proverbs. Proverbs 25 verse 15. For by long forbearance, a ruler is persuaded, and a gentle tongue breaks a bone, or a gentle tongue can overcome the strongest resistance. Now, you think of how we normally deal with situations. When you're in conflict and there's some argument going on, what do you see happening? Somebody gets higher, somebody gets higher, the volume gets higher, the volume gets higher, because we think the louder we are, the more aggressive we are, the more violent we are, we're going to win. And if you let two people go at it with each other, the volume's going to get out. But Solomon's saying, a gentle tongue, gentle words can overcome the strongest resistance, and here's something for us parents to think about. You know, we think that well, if I shout at my kid, I'll get through. So I sit down. And shout. I mean, it might work when they are till they're five or six. I know, after that, they want to reason. They want to sit down and talk. They want to have a conversation. They want to understand why. And so in that, when they cross that age, it's not going to be the volume of your voice that will bring sense into them. It's going to be that gentleness that you can speak into their hearts because gentle words can break the strongest resistance. You understand you are looking at me very strange, it's scary to be on the stage right now. (sighs) Gentle words can overcome the strongest resistance. You sit down, let's talk, gently you touch the heart of the person, bring understanding, they will understand, change the heart. When we are aggressive, we are wild, we are violent, they put up their defenses. Nothing happens. You're not getting through. Let's move to the New Testament now, to James. James chapter 3, verses 1 to 12. It's again a passage that we've seen many times before, but it's good for us to go back to these passages and just remind us of what the Bible is teaching us. James 3 verses 1 through 12, James writes, he says, My brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he's a perfect man, able to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us and we turn their whole body. Verse four. Look also at ships. Although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. For even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest A little fire kindles, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile, and creatures of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. For with it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things are not to be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives, or a grapevine bear figs? Thus no spring yields both salt water and fresh. Now James, he probably, probably loved nature. He's using a lot of pictures from nature in communicating spiritual truths to us. But let's get the essence of what he's saying. He's saying that our tongue, the words we speak, are like the bit in the horse's mouth. Or they're like the rudder of a ship. So think about it. The horse is a very powerful animal, but it's controlled and it's directed by just that little bit in in its mouth. So the man riding or the person riding the horse, just controlling the horse, that powerful animal, just by the bit. So the animal is controlled and directed by that. Or think about the ship. Big, powerful vessel sailing. And there's this little rudder at the back of the ship that determines the direction. And James is telling us, our tongue, meaning the words we speak, are like that. So think about this. The words you are speaking are determining the direction of your life. The words you are speaking into your worlds are affecting your life. Then he uses one more picture. He says, think about a little fire a little fire can destroy a huge forest. So he says, the tongue, verse 6, James 3, verse 6, the tongue is a fire. And the words you speak are like fire. So if you would like to, if you'd like to shock yourself, imagine fire spewing out of your mouth. The words you speak are like fire. The tongue is a fire. Now in James chapter 3 and verse 6, he's talking about an evil tongue. So he says, the tongue is a fire. It's a world of sin. It's a very evil tongue, speaking evil things. And this evil tongue defiles your whole body. So think about this. Almost 2,000 years ago, James said, the words you speak affect your body. Today, people are recognizing it. Hey, speak positive. Speak good affirmations. Make yourself good and healthy. Speak good things. James wrote about it about 2,000 years ago. An evil tongue is destructive to your own body. It's affecting your body and your mind. It defiles the whole body, James said. And not only your own body, but he says it sets on fire the course of your life. Can you imagine the words you're speaking are affecting your whole life ahead of you? Your words are going into your future, so to speak. And they're affecting the course of your life. So, pastor, you're making this up. No, I'm not making it up. I'm just explaining James 3, verse 6. And then he says, an evil tongue is set on fire by hell. That means, try to picture this. Hell is expressing itself here on earth, through the words you're saying. Hell is gaining access to here on earth through your words. I didn't say it. I mean, I said it, but I said what James said. He said, this is what an evil tongue is. But let's flip it around. Let's talk about a good tongue. So if we had to write James 3, 6, In in, in a positive way, we could have said it like this. The tongue is a fire. A world of blessing. And it blesses the whole body. And it sets on fire. It sets on fire the entire course of your life. It, It sets your life full of blessing. And this, such a tongue is set on fire by the word of God. That means now heaven is being expressed through your words into your world. Instead of hell finding an expression through your words, heaven is finding its expression through your words. If our tongue is speaking words that come from God, instead of words that come from hell, Are you understanding this? So, can you and I intentionally speak life, speak blessing into our worlds? Bless your body with your words. My mind is sound. And I said this in the car this morning before driving. God has given me a sound mind. (laughs) My memory is good. (laughs) My memory is blessed. You know, they say as you get older, your cognitive functions go down. So I said, no, 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 no. My mind is blessed. My mind is alert. My mind is strong. Why? Because I know my words bless my body. I'm going to use it. You say you're crazy. Fine. You think I'm crazy. It's okay. I'll just do what the Bible says. Amen. I'll just do it. So I bless my body by speaking words over my body. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. My body is strong and healthy. As my days are, so shall my strength be. My youth is renewed like the eagles. Now, this is all in the Bible. I'm not making these things up, it's in the Bible. More days, more strength. My youth is when you'd like to say, God, this is your word. I'm going to speak it over my body. Speak it over my mind. Why? Because your word defiles or blesses your body. Speak those words. Speak words into your life. My future is blessed. My future is bright. As I journey, my, my life gets brighter and brighter. Right now you say, I have no clue which direction my life is going. <laughs> I'm sitting in total darkness. It, it might seem like you're in total darkness. But the Bible says in Proverbs 4 and verse 18, the path of the righteous shines brighter and brighter until it becomes like the noonday sun. So why don't you say that? Instead of saying, I have no clue where I'm going. That may be true in the sense that you don't know. But at least say what God said about your future. That your path is like the shining sun. It gets brighter and brighter. Just say it. Speak life into your future. Speak life and blessing into the course of your, the direction of your life. Speak that. My steps are ordered by the Lord. And he establishes every step I take. Every step I take is firm and secure. I will not be shaken. And even if I fall, the Lord upholds me with his holy right hand. Say that because that's in the Bible. Speak that into your future because your words are like a bit in the horse's mouth. They're like the rudder of a ship. They're like the fire. They can affect your future. Are you understanding? So speak. The right kind of words. And some of us have experienced this. You're going to go for an interview and your hands, your palms are all sweaty. Very nervous. Your heart is racing. There are butterflies suddenly floating around your stomach. So nervous. And in the next 30 minutes, your future is going to be determined by this stranger who knows nothing about you. So nervous. Yeah? But that's the time to speak words. Say, the Lord is my confidence. I am strong and very courageous. Just whisper it. Don't shout it in the interviewer's (laughs) face. But to speak words over yourself. Speak words into your future. I'm surrounded with favor like a shield. God gives me great favor before the interviewer, the person who's interviewing me. Speak those words. Won't cost you anything. Just speak that. The Lord gives me great confidence. God gives me wisdom and skill. So that I am able to respond to those questions correctly. The Lord is my wisdom. The Lord gives me understanding in all things. So speak like that. Build your confidence. Go in boldly. Amen? So understand this principle and use it. Now, one last passage. We're going to look at what Jesus said about words. So Matthew chapter 12. I respect Solomon. I respect James. But if Jesus said it, that's really important. Matthew chapter 12, verses 33 to 37. Listen to what Jesus said about words. Verse 33. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, Or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. So he's talking about a tree, he's talking about fruits. What's he referring to? Next verse. Brood of vipers, how can you being evil speak good things? So the fruit he's referring to are the words we're speaking. For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of the, his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified. And by your words you will be condemned. So this passage, Jesus is addressing words. He's saying, if the tree is good, it'll bring forth good fruit. And the fruit he's talking about is, of course, what comes out of the tree. But in this context, he's talking about words. He's how can you speak good things? Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. In other words, your words are expressing what's inside you, what's in your heart. Then he says in verse 34, a good man, out of the good treasure or good deposit of his heart will bring forth good things. So here's the solution. How can I consistently speak good words? Have a good deposit. Put good things in. We know this. You know. Garbage in, garbage out. So put good things in. You'll get good things out. So put the word of God into your heart. Deposit God's word into your heart so that in any given situation, what comes out of your heart is what, what comes out of your mouth is what's in abundance in your heart, which is the word of God. I'm going to say what God said in this situation. A good man, out of the good deposit of his heart, He brings forth good things. He bears good fruit. So it only has to do with the words we speak, but also what we produce in our life. What you produce in life is determined by what you deposit in your heart. So deposit the word of God. It'll affect your words. Your words affect your world. And that will determine what you're going to produce in your life. And then Jesus said this. He said, I want you to know something. When you stand in the day of judgment, every word you've spoken will be taken into account. Even those idle, casual, I don't care type words. Every word you've spoken. Say, God, some of us have spoken a lot. (laughs) It might take a long time for that judgment to happen. Don't worry. We've got technology here on earth that can process terabytes of data in a few seconds. So I'm sure heaven can do better than that. So no matter how much we've spoken, God will process it. He's going to say, By your words, you're justified or by your words, you're condemned. So, if that matter so serious on judgment day is going to be determined by the words I've spoken, then how much more the matters of life here on earth. Every day, your words are affecting you and it's affecting people around you. So I want to challenge us. Use your words to bring life, healing, blessing, encouragement to other people and to yourself. Amen. We're going to continue this next Sunday and pick this up. Worship team, please come. We're going to talk more about this because there's a lot more in the Scriptures concerning this governing principle of words are we going to learn how to use our words for life for blessing for healing for strength and to let your life ascend you're going to as you begin to speak words your life is going to rise up to the level of your speaking because those words you're speaking are going to affect the course of your life. And in our relationships with each other, let's use words to bless one another. I'm not talking about flattering people. Like, you know, sometimes we have to sit down and deal with issues, and that's the time we speak about hard things and say, hey, you were like a you know, terrible person. Yeah, I need to deal with this now. There are those moments, of course, we have to address facts. But what I'm saying is, understand that your words can encourage somebody. It can lift them up. It can cheer them. It can strengthen them. It can bring healing to them. It can offer them the fruits of the tree of life. Your words to somebody can mean a lot them. So use words to bless people. Sincere words, wholesome words, based on God's promises. Encourage them. Amen? Let's rise to our feet, please. And as we worship God, May the Lord give us understanding of these things and may the Lord show us how we can begin to change our vocabulary, to change our language, to change the words we have been speaking. If you've been speaking self-destructive words, saying, I am useless, I amount to nothing, I will not accomplish anything. I wish I were dead, there's no meaning in life, there's no point in living. If you've been speaking such self-destructive words today, as you're standing here, tell God, God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for speaking such kinds of things. From now on, I'm gonna speak words that bring life, that bring blessing, that bring hope, that announce that my God is big and powerful and mighty, I'm gonna speak those kinds of words that speak of the greatness of God. The Psalmist prayed a prayer. He said, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. In other words, God, let the thoughts I'm thinking and the words I'm speaking, may they be acceptable. And may we speak such kinds of words, words that declare who God is, What God can do in our lives, what God can do in our situations, what God can do in our circumstances, declare who God is. Your words can bring life or they can bring death. Choose to use your words to bring life for yourself and for others.
0: Shout Jesus from the mountains Jesus in the streets Jesus in the darkness For every enemy Jesus for my family I speak your holy name Jesus Oh, shout Jesus Jesus in the streets, Jesus in the darkness over every enemy, and Jesus for my family, I speak the holy name Jesus
1: Jesus name I speak your blessing I speak your healing speak your deliverance and speak your mighty work miracles into the lives of your people in the name of Jesus we declare That our lives are blessed our lives are victorious that our lives are fruitful that our lives have meaning and great meaning and great purpose in the name of Jesus we declare our bodies and minds are healed and whole and well that our bodies are healed by the stripes of Jesus that by the stripes of Jesus our minds have been made whole. We declare in Jesus' name that God blesses all the work of our hands, that God surrounds us with favor like a shield, that we are highly favored of God and man. We declare in the mighty name of Jesus that our steps are ordered by the Lord, that even if we fall We are not utterly forsaken But because the Lord upholds us We declare that our path Is like the shining sun That just gets brighter And brighter unto the noonday We declare we are blessed coming in We are blessed going out We declare that the fruit of our body that Our children are blessed That they are Mighty on the earth, we declare that our children are taught by the Lord and they have great shalom in their lives. We say what God has said, Lord, we release Your Word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we reject every spirit of fear and torment and oppression. These things have no place in our lives. We reject these in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of depression, confusion, anxiety, we reject these. We declare that God keeps us in perfect peace because our minds are set upon the Lord. We declare that our life is blessed with perfect peace from God peace that is beyond understanding. We declare that God has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. We are people of light and we show forth the praises of the one. We show forth the glories and the virtues of the one who's brought us out of darkness and to his marvelous light. We declare these things. We speak as from God, as from heaven, that our words release heaven into our worlds, release life and blessing into our worlds. We thank you, Father. Thank you for confirming your word, for establishing your word in each of our lives, for making it good, Father. Thank you. Before we close this morning, I want to take a moment just to give an invitation for anyone who's never received Jesus Christ into your heart, into your life. I know This morning's message was about the power of our words, but the greatest thing that can happen is for us to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us if you believe in Jesus and you confess him, you acknowledge him with your mouth, you will be saved. Believe in your heart that Jesus is your Lord and acknowledge him with your mouth, you will be saved. Maybe you've never done this in your life, and this morning you feel prompted to do it. You'd like to do it. I'm going to lead us in a simple prayer. And if you've never done this before, you can join with me. Believing in Jesus, welcoming him to be your Lord, your Savior, to forgive you your sins and make you a child of God. If you've never done this before, I want to invite you to just pray this with me, please. Say this with me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my life, forgive my sins, make me a child of God, and help me to follow you and you alone the rest of my life. I acknowledge you as my Lord. And I confess you as my Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Is there anyone here? You prayed this prayer. You said this with me for the very first time in your life. We'd love to see your hand. If you've done this, with, if you've prayed this prayer with me for the very first time, could you raise your hand? Just, just wave it at me. Let me know that you prayed this prayer with me this morning for the very first time. Anybody in this auditorium? Just wave your hand at me so I could one right here. Anyone else? God bless you. God bless you. anyone else. Just wave your hand at me. Just, just let me know that you prayed this prayer with me for the very first time. At least one person here. Our greeters will come to you and give you a bag. We call it the New Believers Bag. There are some free resources in it that you could take with you and use. Along with the bag is a contact information card. It's a card that you can write. Your, please write your name and number. Hand it back to them. Somebody will call you from the church office and tell you how to use the resources in the bag. So if you pray the prayer with me this morning, please make sure you get this bag, write your name and number on the card, hand it back to our ushers, and we will be in touch with you to tell you how to use these resources. Let's close, please. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, our Heavenly Father, and the sweet communion of His Holy Spirit. Be with each of us, always, in Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you for listening. We trust this message was a blessing to you. For more free resources, including sermons, sermon notes and books, please visit apcwo.org. For information on APC Bible College in Bangalore, visit apcbiblecollege.org. Do remember to download the All People's Church Bangalore app
0: from the Apple or Google Play Store.